the second time in PH Next Coyotes history. We're here at the Doubletree Hotel next to the Tucson Arena. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters on the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. We got a bunch of listeners that are here around yeah. us. Charles is already in the comments. I'm literally looking at him right now. <laughs> no. We got people Cody all the Coyote is here like all around us. There's Cody. Nick's got Cody anyway, out behind yeah. us. We, we were encouraging photobombs. There. there we go. CWP over there. We Amazing. Got, oh, that's, that was a good yes, today. Thank you. Thank you. We encourage photobombs. If you're still in the Tucson area, come down to the Doubletree Hotel. We just watched the Arizona Coyotes fall 3-2 to two to the Anaheim Ducks at Tucson Arena. The good news is... HK. <laughs> it's the preseason. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, but like it's going to change in the regular season? Are we going to K then? <laughs> we're only going to K when they, when they let's win. Let's get to the preseason first. And by the way, we should point out that we're not just at the double tree. Naturally, knowing our vibe, we're sitting in the bar. Yeah, big surprise. Of course, That's and how we roll. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, you may see that we are all wearing yeah, the no. exact same shirt. And I would like this on the record. We did not plan this at all. That's nope. our story. Like, that's how we're going sin- no, yep, but yep. sincerely, we <laughs> did not. Your, that's so that's kind of today. embarrassing, but that's all right. <laughs> um, we had a great day in Tucson. Seriously. Um, thank you to everyone who came up and said hi. We have such an amazing community here at PHNX. We're so grateful. And it was really great to be back in a hockey rink again after, I don't know, five months away now. What is it? Yeah, I know. It's, it's you know, it's funny because you want the vibe we had here today was pretty cool. Like with all, we talked about Cody Coyote and the PHNX stuff, and all that is cool. But to get hockey back on the ice, I, I think that was you know a big deal for all of us. It, um, you, you have a t- hard time in preseason. You look, you don't get the score. You don't look at see how t- who beat who because it really honestly it doesn't matter. You just want to see for looking for individual performances. Who has stepped up? Who has made some transitions over the summer? I'm sorry because it's only the second game. Yeah, so they've only practiced twice in a morning skate and it, like. It's and two players in today's lineup played yesterday in, in Wichita. Wichita. Right. That's so a lot. Yeah. And but the coaching staff. They don't know the system. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know the, the special yeah. teams. They haven't played with each other. A lot of these guys, in, in case they haven't played hockey recently. But just for you guys personally, I hope you enjoyed today's experience because it's the last home game you're going to see for a while. <laughs> it's the last <laughs> game in the state of Arizona for over Ooh. a month. Can you believe that? They won't play in the state of Arizona for over a month. And their first home, first and only home game in that month is in Tucson. No, the, the arena vibe was great. So Amazing. that part was cool. The atmosphere yeah. was phenomenal. And I I went to a preseason game when they played here like years ago, and the crowd wasn't nearly as full as it was today. Like no, that the, was an unreal turnout. The Tucson Cowbells were there. Yep. So that was exciting. We didn't have Chuck a Puck today, though. No. We did not have Chuck a Puck. Kind of missed the Chuck It's a Tucson. It's a Roadrunner. Road we'll, road we'll come back for we'll a Roadrunners game. Well, we're going to have to because there's not going to be any hockey in Arizona for a month. So we can come back down and watch the Roadrunners. Because <laughs> they, they got to play a home game, right? <laughs> Good True. Good Lord. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about this game because that's what we're here to do. We This is a post-game show after all. We're getting back in the swing of this. I know, right? <laughs> this is our this is our, uh, this <laughs> no, is our preseason too, by the way. Wow. Um, two Coyotes goals today. Liam O'Brien, who scored and then... Had another scoring opportunity that was denied that earned him a penalty shot, which was also denied. But Liam O'Brien, noticeable. And then um, Christian Fisher, who not only had the assist on that Liam O'Brien goal, but he got on the score sheet as well. And we'll hear from Christian Fisher. We will. Yeah, we will. And we got to talk to him before the game. And and he was, those two were on a line together with McBain up the middle. I thought that line looked really good. And I tell you what, McBain, 
Yeah, similar to what he did at the end of last season. He did a lot of the same things. He's a guy that got to the net hard. He was around the offensive chances. I know it's not gelling and they're not clicking yet, but it's early. Like I, I don't think you expect that, but it was good to see him driving the net hard. I thought that line actually had a little bit of chemistry. I mean, it's a little bit tougher, a little bit heavier line, but I thought that had a little chemistry. Yeah, that, Bill Armstrong has been talking about him too. In fact, Bill Armstrong stopped by uh, our booth at, at, at the arena and talked about some of the players. Oh, look who's here. <laughs> look who just wandered in. Why don't you just grab a seat, buddy? You, oh, can, you can join the conversation. <laughs> grab a seat, but we'll, but, uh, yeah, we'll bring we can you in a seat, but You're not even in the shot yet, so you can just sit there you and relax. You can just sit and relax. Sit and relax for a minute. The, our our so, secret special guest. Jack yeah. McBain just keeps showing up uh, in, in a lot of little plays, right? Plays away from the puck. You, yeah. you, you have to watch those things as much as did he get on the score sheet. He's making a lot of smart plays. Uh, he's got the size, obviously. This is a guy that I think is impressing them and has a really good chance of making this roster. Um, I don't know what you guys saw from him today, PD. Your thoughts on him? Yeah, but we, you talked about well, the one thing, and that's what I'm going to say about this team in general is the size. I mean, McBain's ability to get to the net, I think that's going to be important. I think that's part of what his game is, is that size. But you look at even last night with with Richie, and look at Bukestead tonight. There's another big body. And you got Cassie in the plate in the lineup last night. I mean, this... It's starting to skew more to what Bill Armstrong said he was looking for in a team. He wanted to be tough to play against. Hey, I tell you what, well, this isn't going to be fun rolling into Arizona and facing off against these guys. Like This is a bigger, tougher team. We didn't even talk about the back end, but this is a bigger, tougher team than you saw a year ago. And McBain just adds to that. No, no, I, I don't expect him to drop the gloves and fight. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying he's a bigger body guy that can be tougher on the net. So the one thing I hope this Coyote team can do and Bill Armstrong and Coach Cherney both said it, is they want to be hard to play against. Well, you know, we've all understand what the rebuild is and you win or lose. It's not as important. Play hard. Play hard, play the right way, and start building those blocks to the future. So I tell you what, McBain's a guy that can do that, and I think, <laughs> I tell you what, this is going to be a tough team. Yeah. And yeah. One other player that he talked about, too, Milos Kellerman. I, I don't know much about this guy at this point. Obviously, just came over. He was in Redeem Verbata's club over in Chechia, but... They really liked what he, what he brought to the game yesterday, at least. It's tough to do back-to-backs, obviously, when you're learning the pro game. But I'm curious what he can bring to this lineup as well. But I don't want to spend too much time on this game. Uh, I know you need, you have an ad read to get to. But more importantly, we have a guest that we want to bring in We do in have here. a guest that we want to bring in. Um, and before we do that, we did talk about Christian Fisher and how he was on the score sheet multiple times. And we did mention that we actually talked to Christian Fisher before today's game caught him um, before. So let's hear from... Uh, Coyotes forward Christian Fisher. Here with Coyotes forward Christian Fisher. Christian, you only get two practices before you play a game. How hard is it to get back into game action with so little ice time? Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously tough. Uh, you know, practices is kind of where you find your flow, start getting some chemistry. But uh, I think if you ask any player, we'd probably want to hop into the games as quick as we can. I think... Uh, once you kind of see a game pace, I think then you start practicing at game pace, you start being physical at game pace, uh, things like that. So um, I'd say most guys are probably pretty happy to, to get the games going quickly and then, uh, you know, practice, save the practices for later. Yeah, and at the end of last season, well, towards it, it was actually February of last year, you get a lower body injury and you're out for the year. How are you feeling now? Did the summer, did you recover? Are you ready to play? Yeah, 100, I'm, I'm 100% now. Um, if anything, I, I mean, coming into the season, I think I've had, you know, kind of like a – a new new meaning on life with with the season uh, with hockey. I you know it's very exciting. I feel the best I've felt. I put a put a lot of good work in this summer uh, in Arizona, and um, I'm looking forward to having a good year. Well, you're one of the guys that we consider the core of this group. You've been here in, in Arizona for a long time, but there's a lot of new players coming in. You got Bukestead, Cassian. We've got a couple of tryout guys. How is everybody fitting in? 
How did he do it so quickly in two or three days? I think uh, with our team, I think you hear it so much as we have one of the best best locker rooms, and I think that that really does play a huge part into these new guys coming in and um, kind of coming in and meshing really quickly. I think you ask Buki or uh, Chase, any of those guys, Brownie, um, they're all with us as if they've been with us for, for years and years. So um, I think if you make them comfortable off the ice, they get them on the ice and they play their game. They're NHL players. Um, they're obviously, you know, some guys trying to make the team, some guys trying to get more ice time, more roles. Um, I think it all works out, but um, I think we're as close as we are off the ice. I think that helps so much on the ice, and I think it won't be that big of a transition. What are the Coyotes fans going to see out of Christian Fisher this year? Where is your bar set? What can we expect for you going into the 22-23 season? I think, um, you know, for myself, I'm, this is this has got to be my highest highest year of uh, production. And, and overall, I, I you know, we're over the, the threshold of, you know, learning to play in the NHL and stuff like that. I could play. Now it's I need to take that next step. I know I have it. I know I could score 20 goals. I know I could have a lot more points than I've shown in the past. Um, my speed is, is really improved this summer. I've cut down some weight. So, um, I think, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this, this is going to be a good well, year for me, Petey. We're going to talk about cutting down the weight because we're yeah. at the TCC. That is true. And you've been here before, played here. I have. Have you had the opportunity, because the stand's right there, have you had the opportunity to have TCC mini donuts? <laughs> I, I have not, but I've heard uh, uh, ravish things about, I think that's ravenous, one of yeah. those words. Uh, my parents, when I was first year, they, they always talked about... Uh, the goodies up top there. We could smell it on the ice. I can tell you that. So um, maybe post-game meal after a big two points yeah. tonight, eh? Donuts are elite here. Wish you the best, Christian Bolt. Not just tonight, for the rest of the season. And we'll Thanks, talk Petey. to you all along the way. Thanks. Well, thank you again to Christian Fisher for catching up with us before the game. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you may have noticed we have acquired a fourth member of this panel. Did <laughs> yeah. not get the memo to wear the PHNX, yeah, PHNX shirt, shirt, but that's okay. <laughs> Tucson Roadrunners head coach, Steve Popman. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to the, the podcast. I, I think I'm wearing it underneath. I should probably <laughs> just take it off. Exactly. exactly. Oh, I, I saw a lot, of, a lot of people were wearing them, though, so that's uh, kudos to you guys. It's great, uh, great to see it. I'm getting worried, though, that he's been on so much. He's either going to take my job or we're going to start getting one on our health insurance plan. Or something. <laughs> he's going to get the employee discount <laughs> to the locker. Jeez, <laughs> I guess. I've got about, what, 15 years left to, to, to catch up to your yeah, status? So yeah. I, you know, I've got a ways to go. Well, that was good to hear from, from Christian Fisher. And it's a guy that, you know, we, we've talked about this middle core of this Coyote team, and he's a part of that, you know, with Keller and Schmaltz and, and Chikrin, and we'll get into that later in the week. We're not going to do that today. But Fisher's a big part of that. You know what he did today? He went out and played. Like, and he he wants to be a guy that not only contributes to the up and down, getting down the wing and, and being tough in the corners, he wants to provide offense. And it's something he has tried to do in his career, and he struggled a little bit to find the net. And I think today he gets two points. He gets a goal in the third period. And he, you can tell he's working on it. And that's where he prides himself and wants. He wants to be better offensively. And he wants to be somebody that you can count on. What have you seen from Christian Fisher early in this camp? Yeah, just like you said, I, th I think he wants to take that leadership role too, right? Uh, he, he provides a lot of energy. He, mm. when, you, when he's out on the ice, you see him. He's effective on the forecheck. And tonight you saw him drive to the net and he got rewarded. You know, we saw that early in his career where he was getting a lot more rewarded for going to the blue paint. And, you know, it's it's kind of gotten away from him a little bit, but it's really nice to see him get rewarded tonight. And honestly, just the energy that he brings both on and off the ice 
is really what uh, Andre is going to be leaning on him for. He obviously spent some time here down in Tucson, and, and like you mentioned, he had the 15 goal season his rookie year, and everybody thought, "Wow, if, you know, if this guy's going to be a 20 goal scorer." What was he working on down here? What do you think maybe some of the struggles are to get back to that level? You know, I, I think sometimes it can be, you know, when you're when you come in and, and you have that first opportunity, you're out over the boards first, so you, you know you you have that real confidence and then that second year it kind of plays on you a little bit you know you see it happen so often with players where they come in and they almost get a sense that they've already kind of arrived a little bit or you know they're they're they're, you know they they feel real comfortable too early sometimes and I feel like you know that can kind of play against you sometimes and I think with him now he's finding his game I think he's he knows that he's he's capable of doing it he's capable of fulfilling a, a role away from scoring so that gives him uh, great value to be on the team and then you know now it's just taking that next step and being put in those positions also I think you know a lot of times unfortunately your lineup is deeper than than it is uh, other years and you know maybe this is a good opportunity for him to to jump up in the lineup Who's next? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I was waiting for your ad read. I thought we were oh. going to get through this, but no. you, you know, no, speaking of ads, Leah's like, no. Before we go no, any further, before we go any further, ad reads. By the way, whoever set up this shot, like I know if people listening on audio tomorrow, you won't see this, but I'm sitting right next to the Roadrunner head coach Steve Potvin. This is like an ad in the back of the magazines of the before and after the guys go to the gym. <laughs> like, here I am sitting, we've got the similar beards, but but come on, like you have to set me next to him. Like really? That's uh, funny. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. I don't know. Like, you know it's, his his beard blush. is better groomed than yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's got a tan. He looks more fit. I don't know. Suit. Good God! If, it, if somebody should have warned me ahead of time. Oh my God! I sat over here, buddy. I yeah, know. Yeah. Okay. I know. Well, before we get more into today's game and the preseason so far and camp so far, um, this this has been a fun experience for me. I'm a U of A grad. I talk about that all the time. Um, yet. Uh, so it's great to be back on the U of A's campus today. I was there a little bit, little bit earlier. Last night I was at an ASU football game, which felt wrong in every single way. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun because we had a tailgate at Four Peaks, and it was so much fun. The most intense Jenga game I've ever witnessed in my entire life. It, it must have lasted an hour. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> um, Sean took part in that. I think Totri ended up being the one to make it fall down. Yep. We played cornhole. It was so much fun. Um, we're actually going to be back at Four Peaks this coming Wednesday, this Wednesday. Yeah. Um, for a la- our last Wednesdays. So join us this Wednesday for our monthly Four Peaks Wednesdays. Three dollar kilt lifter and wow pints. It's yeah. like it's like <laughs> they thought of they you exactly. They literally did it for us. <laughs> when you mention you're with PHNX when you come down, so take the take the day off or work from home. Yeah. At Four Peaks. They have Wi-Fi. They have Wi-Fi. Um, You must be 21 or older to drink and enjoy responsibly, but not to come down to Four Peaks. And do we have a guest that day? We do. Greg Powers, the Arizona State hockey coach. Getting ready for the ASU season. I think we're supposed to have a beer ready for him when he arrives. I think that was the (laughs) arrangement. That was was the (laughs) arrangement. Well, Coach Poppin, again, thank you so much for joining us. We we just watched a hockey game. Uh, you were there, so what are your initial takeaways from today's game? Yeah, you guys alluded, or you guys spoke about it earlier. Just the you know the brand of hockey that we're trying to get to. You can see it out there in spurts. You know we've got a lot of lot more size, a lot more grit, and honestly, we're going to be a hard team to play against. I think teams are going to be fully aware of what to expect when they come to Phoenix. You know, I love the brand of hockey, and you know you you talked about Kellum and. He just provides that steady game, but he's able to play real hard, and he's really able to play in those 
those crucial minutes, I think, at the end of games and, you know, get pucks out along the wall. And if I, I think if you're going to need a goal, you, you might be effective around that blue paint. Is there anybody today that jumped out and you said, yeah, he looked good? I know it's, it's hard. And I, I'm going to temper this with they've been on the ice for four days. I mean, the, the, this has got a long way to go before opening night. Everybody's got a lot of strides to take here. But is there anybody, you know, game game one for most of them tonight, is there anybody that stood out that go, yeah, his, his game looked good? Well, you know, I, I really uh, I liked our Tucson boys. You know, mm-hmm. I liked uh, McCartney and, yep. and I liked mm-hmm. uh, Carconi. They both showed uh, so, some pace and they were able to, to compete. You know, uh, they, they were there to, to make an impact in the game and both of them did. I thought the first period, Benny really carried the pace and, and pushed our guys and drug our guys into a fight. I, uh, I thought he was real effective. I wanted to ask you, it, we'll hop around a little bit in this interview, but I wanted to ask you, when, when, we know what the NHL coaches are looking for, and I know you're a, a part of that evaluation process as well, but you're also looking for your own team, and you probably know some of the guys that are coming, but then there are those guys on the bubble. How do you scout all of this, and how do you plan for what's coming when you don't even know what the full camp is going to look like. Yet. Yeah, you know, I guess you have an idea of who you're going to start with and there are some uncertainties, but you, you know, we just we've been through the process so often. I think we just we're we're patient and and really we're ready to adapt and you know, ready for any any of the circumstances that kind of come our way. Um you know, we've got a, a looks like either way, whoever makes it or doesn't make it, we we are going to be a lot deeper, and I think we're going to be stronger in goal, and I think we're going to really push to get into the into the playoffs this yeah, and, year. So, and you talked about the guys that that were on your team last. You talked McCartney and Carcone specifically, and I thought I thought McCartney. You're right; he was around it. Like he he had the puck, he was in the offensive zone, and it's one of those things where. You're, you're not into your full game rhythm yet. That puck just bounces off your stick. You don't quite get the shot you want. Those little things take time. Hundred percent. You know, I think sometimes when you're when you're not getting to those areas, you're not getting the puck touches. It could be a lot more frustrating. So, yeah, just as you said, you know, you're getting those those chances. You're you're able to actually keep up with the speed of the game, but you're also able to push the pace of the game. I think that's a real benefit. And sometimes young guys don't really have that in them where they can actually keep up with the pace of the game uh that that's what i saw from ben and you're, you're right you know it's going to take a a few more games to to get seasoned but i think for for him this was a good start do you feel like in some ways he's just building off what he did last year and and, and what are those maybe those small pieces you've talking about some of this where he where he needs to take strides in certain areas to maybe push for an nhl spot yeah you know Petey said it. I, I think to earn trust, you, you've got to really be able to manage the puck well, you know. And I think right now he's able to get on the pucks. He's able to create that space and 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 really drive to the net. But you know, now just managing the puck and connecting on his plays is his next next part that he just needs to, uh, you know, sure up. And and I think he'll be able to play and take that next step. Can we talk about Carconi? Yeah. Okay, How so about him <laughs> waving oh, through like, the crowd? Just slap shot? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I tell you what, he's a player I liked with with Tucson last year, and and he got a, a taste to play in the NHL last year. He's a guy that works incredibly hard. He's a smart hockey player. Like he's got a pretty high hockey IQ. I, but he got a fight tonight. Yeah. Right? And not only is he getting a fight, he gave the old he yeah. gave the old wave to the crowd. They've got the Tucson crowd on their feet. Um, tell us a little about what you what kind of a player he is and what what fans both in Tucson and in Phoenix can expect to see out of Michael Kirkconi. Well, yeah, you wouldn't uh, expect that from him. Uh, you know, he's got a he had a 25 goal season last year, which is a Tucson record. So you wouldn't really anticipating him throwing the gloves tonight. But uh, you know, we've seen him 
do it at our level before. And yeah, he, he's one of those guys when he's challenged, he's not afraid, you know, and what I like about him is he's got that art of war. He's not going to wait. If he sees an opportunity and they're asking, he's already dropped his gloves and yeah. he's trying to get the upper hand right away. So, uh, it was good to see him get involved. Uh, obviously we didn't like getting, uh, down on the penalty minutes that, that way, but you know, from a coach's perspective, that's, that's, that's how we feel. But from a fan and, and the, you know, when we're actually looking at it from a standpoint of this is preseason and you want guys to actually try to, you know, I would rather see that type of energy and, and trying to do what he can to make himself noticed than the opposite of trying to have guys really ask for more from them. And, you know, tonight he, he tried to, to make an impact and he did. Yeah, what I see from him and I see even last year when we talked to him after one of the games where we came yeah. down to Tucson, he's a leader. Like, he's a really confident, he's an intelligent guy. And, and I think for your room, hey, we don't know how this, this roster is yeah. going to shape out. I don't know if he ends up in Phoenix or here. But it just, if he does end up as a roadrunner, and he's a guy that you look across the board of the guys uh, on these rosters, you're going to have some strong leadership guys that have been around both the American League and some guys that have played a little bit in the National Hockey League. So you're going to have a really good locker room veteran core to start. Yeah, I agree. I, I think um, with Michael playing in the NHL last year really boosted his confidence. And I think it really, you know, his voice now carries a little deeper in the locker room. I think guys, I think he had to go through the process for a longer period than he wanted to. And so I think he's able to relay that message to the guys. And, you know, we've got a Cracknell's 37 years old and he's showing really no wear. He, he, you know, he's, he's wearing it like he's a, he's a young man. And so having those two guys in the locker room, if that does happen, uh, will definitely be our benefit. And, you know, they're going to hopefully be an extension of our voice and, uh, it's definitely needed and, and necessary at the American hockey league level. Playing off of that, Steve, but when you, when you look at this roster and I, I know you guys were, decimated by call-ups last year there were so many injuries in this organization but if there's a relatively healthy season and knowing the personnel now I don't know what are your expectations for what this team might be able to accomplish with with maybe some more additions on the back end some more experience there uh, like you talked about a guy like Cracknell who can provide more leadership what are the possibilities for Tucson this season well you know we made some real good at additions not and uh clock both are, are um, slovenian kids that are that are or slovakian kids that are you know they're seasoned they're yeah. exempt vets they're guys that are coming in and, and you know although it's their first time in north america they've been in the locker room before and they've competed before and they know what it takes to to get to that next level and so i think that's going to be very impactful for us but you know, our expectations are to get to this team, this team to the playoffs. You know, we want our, our young guys to experience that. And honestly, it needs to be part of our culture again. So, you know, I know coaches will always stand up here and say, hey, this is our goal. But uh, we, we have to make it our goal this year to get to the playoffs, to give, give these guys some meaningful experiences and meaningful games and make sure that they're ready to build on the culture that we're, you know, we've already set. So we, we, we've just got to take it to another level. Absolutely. We're talking to Tucson Roadrunners head coach Steve Potvin right now. We mentioned we're going to be talking to ASU head coach Greg Powers this week. So we're covering all of our head coach bases. And <laughs> let us not forget Andre Tourigny, who we also spoke to before the game. So I would say we send it over to what Andre Tourigny had to say before today's game. All right, I'm here with Coyotes coach Andre Tourigny. Uh, we're down in Tucson, of course, for tonight's preseason game against the Anaheim Ducks. Andre, before we get to the game, I wanted to ask you just a little bit about a game that nobody got to see. 
how important, first of all, was it to get Barrett Hayton signed so that he could be there for day one of camp and be ready for games like last night? Well, the, the history say the guys who miss training camp, they don't have a great season. That's the uh, history of the league. There's exceptions for sure, but uh, there's a lot of guys who miss training camp who did not have a great season. So for sure, as a coach, we, uh, we want our player to be ready for camps and get the chemistry with everybody and see what you got and special team. and. And a lot of a lot of thing you want to get in place for uh, the season. So we want to have a good start. So we need a good training camp. We need to keep building our culture. So you, we believe Barrett is a, is a key player for us. He's a, a key member for us, an important center um, who I trust in every situation. So for sure, as a coach, I wanted him right from the beginning. We saw the stat sheet last night, three points. But what did you see on the ice from Barrett last night? You know, he got better during the game. Eh? He... Uh, at the beginning of the game, he was uh, he was either nervous or the puck was bouncing you know, everywhere in his stick, and he got better. He got his first goal, really good pass from Cass, and from there was confident and started to make really good play. And uh, I think it's just a step in the right direction for him. We are here in the Coyotes AHL building down in Tucson, home of the Roadrunners, of course. I know you have some probably fondness for settings like this from your CHL days, and whether it was the Q or the O. Um, Sort of atmosphere. You know what's what's good uh, in every building is the crowd. You know that's when the crowd is into it, it can be a, a twenty-five hundred or twenty thousand uh, seats. It's, depends about how's the crowd. So when you, when the crowd's into it, it's fun to play hockey. It's a sport of intensity and emotion. Uh, it's it's a, it's a physical sport. So yeah, when the the crowd is into it, is it's so fun. What are you looking for from your team tonight? What are the things you're hoping to see? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's almost a split squad. Only two players play yesterday who play today. But we want to see a progression. Yesterday, during the at the beginning, the first couple of shifts, it was a little bit uh, scrambly. And then we got better during the game. We had a progression. We were much better in our zone. Our neutral zone got better. Our special team got better. So it's a little bit the same pattern today. But... Uh, the most important thing for us is, is our identity, is our culture. We want to see the effort. We want to be relentless. We want to be tough. Those are the kind of things that's important for us. All right, Andre, thanks for taking some time before this game. All right, Andre Turin, you just talked about progression. We've talked about that a lot with you, and I think a lot of people that are down here in Tucson are going to see some, some of the fruits of the draft come through here first. We've talked about your role down here and the importance of Tucson to the development of this program, uh, this entire franchise. But I'm curious, uh, you know, as, as you're starting to see some of these guys come through, are you getting a sense maybe of the future, Steve, with, with some of these players? Yeah, we're definitely getting a sense. You know, we're seeing uh, a, a lot of good talent, and, and, and honestly, the message is very clear. We want to be a team that's able to compete first. You know, that's, you know, of course, we, we, we care about the skill and, and how guys are developing in that aspect. But you know, first and foremost, the compete is is what I like seeing out of these guys. And, you know, we, we want those guys that can actually be drivers of the game, that really set the tone for, for, for what we're looking for. We want teams to know that they're in a fight every night, you know. And so, honestly, we're getting a good sense of that. And, and you know, when you have guys like Gunther, it's not all, you know, just simply compete. We've got guys that can really play the game and, and, and score you some big goals. So I think if you get that element of compete, size, strength, and grit, and then you put it together with guys like Gunther and Geeky, it can be very special in years to come here. You, you talked about culture as well, and, and I think the dream is what Tampa did with their AHL program, right? They, they all learned how to win together. They came up with the coach. 
how do you build that sort of? I mean, obviously, everybody's trying to win, so it's it's not as simple as saying we want to we want to put a good team out and we're going to win. But how do you build that sort of culture where you're ready to basically elevate the whole program to the next level? Yeah, honestly, I think that's you know where the process comes in, and I know that's such a cliche, but I think a lot of times you you try to hold guys accountable during games, and I think the the biggest way to set a culture and a standard is to do it on a day to day process, you know, and and these guys have to understand what our expectations are day to day, and you know we're going to push to 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 get them to a, another level, and to be honest with you, it's going to take a lot of trust on both both sides and and i think the the best way to to earn that trust is sometimes to be vulnerable be open and and you know really a lot of times if you're able to get through to that next level and actually understand that it's not going to be free it's going to be hard and it's going to it's going to be something that you're going to be able to really fall back on when it's really hard that you you know that your brothers are going through the same process you are and that it wasn't free for them either i think that puts you in a position where you can trust him he can trust you and then now the now the culture is starting to be set and so for us it's really making sure that that standard is high and it's applied and, and set every day. But I think that's something interesting because I, I, I'm as guilty as anybody. Last year, we sat on this show one year ago today, and we talked about, oh, the, the, the Coyotes are rebuilding, but look out for those roadrunners. They're, they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to be this. And, and what we lost sight of is you can't control that down here. Like you, you can't control your lineup. You can't control your roster. You're given guys, if your injury's up there, then it affects you down here. So what you said there, I think that's the takeaway for me is don't worry about where the roadrunners are in the standings or in the playoffs. Are they learning to play Coyote hockey? Are they developing and going on the path? And are they getting that background in, hey, we got to play hard to win? Like, Are they getting that background? So how do you look at it as the coach knowing, I don't know what my roster is today, tomorrow, next week. I really don't. And how does that affect the way you coach these guys? Well, yeah, that's that's just it. We're at the, the mercy of the call-ups and, and the injuries. And, you know, the the... The thing, the thing for us is, is that, you know, we want to make this an environment where they know that they're they're going to get the best out of themselves. And, you know, when we turn the attention back to them and control what we can control, then it's then it's it's a success. And, you know, that's the that, that's the most important thing is that the environment is there and that they understand that, uh, you know, we're going to be there alongside of them to take that next that next inch and it's literally going to be sometimes just one percent a day you know the it comes from the the all blacks the 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 most winningest team in pro sports history and their biggest model was literally try to gain one percent every single day leave the jersey in a better spot than you had it the day before and if you do that i mean there's there's no way you you can lose all right we've asked you enough about hockey now we're down in tucson (laughs) Leah spent a lot of time down. I've, we've all spent a lot of time in Tucson, but we want to know what your spots are. I'm, I'm assuming you're going to maybe walk home, drive home. I'm not going to tell people where you live. Or, <laughs> address you know, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. You're going to head home to your apartment with that interesting fitted bed that yeah, you've got. Yeah. And what, what, what do you do when you're down here? What, when you don't have to you know, devote your entire life, which is pretty much what happens yeah. with a hockey coach anyway. What do you do away from the hockey rink? You know, it's, it's, I, you guys have asked me the uh, uh, questions about what do I do off the ice? I, every time you ask me, I realize how boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like I, I want to give you something that's interesting, <laughs> yeah. but I have zero. You know, I went to the museum. You know. I was practicing yeah. my guitar out on the patio <laughs> as I was preparing for my cooking class. Yeah, exactly. I was, you know, I was creating exactly. a masterpiece on my in my uh, balcony. But oh, no, yeah. I, I have nothing. Uh, honestly, I, I I try to keep it as as tight as possible. I you know I, I enjoy some I enjoy my gym time. I enjoy some time reading. You know, and that's again the least interesting thing in the world. What about uh, food spots here? Because you know there's a lot of people here. It's about dinner time when our show wraps up. We're probably gonna head to dinner. Any recommendations? <laughs> Chef Alisa, there's a there's a nice uh, Yugoslavian wow. place that it's uh, wow. wow. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had. Not expect yeah. you to go there. Oh, okay. Yugoslavia. Tell us about this place. <laughs> Well, you know what? It's it's uh, where my my wife is from. She's Yugoslavian, and so you know we're always on the lookout for wow, yeah, food that's uh, that that we're you know obviously close to. And we found a place called Chef Alisa, and it's uh, yeah. Every time we go, it just feels like it's uh, an extension of our, of our yard wow. and kitchen. Yeah, underrated Tucson is a phenomenal yep, food great city. food city, like unbelievable. Agreed. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've tried like. 12 restaurants in the last 24 hours because I've been down here. For that <laughs> yeah, long, so. yeah. All good. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Coach Poppin, thank you so much for joining us. Seriously, um, for coming down, hanging out with us. Great talking to you as always. Appreciate hanging Welcome out with you guys. Welcome back anytime. Honestly, <laughs> this is fun being in Tucson this time. This is it great. Is. Oh, it's this fun is for us make, too. Yeah, make this a, a tradition. We are coming down. We'll once come you start down. Playing. We yeah. are going to come down. We did it last year. We did it year. last year. It was so we fun. Love it here. We love coming down and wish you the best of luck. And thanks for everything you do for us. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate thanks, you guys. Thank you thanks, so much. I know. you didn't see it. I'll get you a copy of PD's contract so you know what it looks like. As a reminder, the upcoming schedule for the Coyotes on the road here for the preseason. We got Tulsa next, Anaheim, Vegas, Vancouver, Boise. This is just the start. We have Wichita and That's Tucson crazy. down, crossed off the list. Um, the next preseason game will be the 27th in Tulsa. 28th, the 4th, the 7th, the 8th. We actually met some people who were going up to Vancouver, Vancouver for the game there. Games, yeah. so. They were here for a minute. Were they here? Oh, oh yeah, they're still they here. Are. They're in the back. Bill's back here. Yeah, they're, they're going to Vancouver there. to watch games. Yeah. Good spot. So, yeah, it's cra good choice. Crazy schedule. And for those, you know, I know the games haven't been aired. Um, there have been some radio feeds. I know people have been know. catching that. Let's just quickly touch on Saturday's game because we haven't talked yeah. about that. Um, the Coyotes lost to the Blues 5-4 again. HK for the, HK. the score. It doesn't really matter. Barrett Hayton, a goal and two assists. Um, you asked Coach Turney about Hayton, um, but great performance from Barrett in his yeah, first preseason game of the season. I, I have said this already, so it's not like I'm going out on a limb. I, I, I could be wrong. Um, but Barrett Hayton is my pick for the breakout player on this wow. team this season. And when the contract negotiations kept stalling and stalling, I was like, well, this is not looking like yeah. such a good prediction right now. And obviously a lot has to happen still. But did you see him? Did you see what he looks like now? Yeah. He's trimmed down. He he looks fantastic. And, and, and Andre was saying it, too. He looks incredible yeah. on the ice. He looks quicker on the ice. He did a lot of good things last season anyway, away from the puck. All, all those other details that you look for, he's that complete 200-foot player. You're just looking for the bump in offense. So maybe this is the season that Barrett Hayden takes a step forward. Now, the personnel around him are going to impact that. We know that this is not the most skilled roster in the NHL certainly 
but you don't need to see him. You know, Baron Hayden doesn't be, need to become a point-per-game player. He just needs to take those incremental leaps, maybe take a little step up in production here, and you, you can start to see it. Yeah, I think we've talked about this already, about his differences and what he did in the offseason a couple of years ago versus this year. A couple of years ago, it was get on as much weight as I can, get as big as I can, get as strong as I can, and honestly, came in a little heavy. Yeah. And I don't think that fit the kind of game that Barrett Heaton needs to play. So him losing a little bit of the weight makes him a little bit speedier and quicker on the ice. Yeah, it, we've talked about where he slots in this lineup. I, if he starts in the three hole and he's a three center for this team right now, you're going to play with some pretty big and strong and tough guys. Yep. And they're going to get pucks to the net. I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I see a breakout season. There were moments last year. Remember when Barrett Hayden goes coast to coast? Yes. And Oh, my God. That one, one where, he, where he slid on the slid ice on after. One of the smiling. best goals of the year. We just Great need to see him too. be consistent. Yeah. We need to see him play more. We need to see him not get hurt. So maybe with a little bit more meat around him and he's got some bigger guys stronger guys maybe he doesn't have to be and think he has to be that physical guy in the corners and digging pucks out um we talked also about him being there for day one of camp yeah. and how close he and was coach trini mentioned to that not too. Being there. yeah that uh, historically people who aren't at the full camp it impacts their season yeah and it, it hurts to start yeah. well look at this it's there day one of practice and he yep. gets three points yeah it's a great start for barrett hayden and i know i don't want to overstate training camp it's training camp i get it but what you look for is you look for little wins and little victories and little individual personal performances that's, that's what we look for as what do you call your bets weenie bets. Weenie weenie bets. Weenie steps. Bets. oh i know and i was thinking too bad you can't put money on barrett hayton to be the breakout player of the year king of the game. um yeah king of the game christian fisher probably would have been king of the game today, today. right Especially if we were doing that on our show yes absolutely thank you again to christian fisher who would have been our DraftKings king of the game if we were giving that out um i did win a weenie bet today um we when i got here <laughs> i placed my now. bets we're just calling them that now yeah right? cooper cup <laughs> it's anytime a touchdown it's not leah's weenie bet it's just easy we, we want a weenie it. bet today cash it <laughs> you also can win money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone, not just new customers, can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? To make it even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped up same games game parlays once per game day all season long. I love doing the same game parlays. I love doing the ones that DraftKings makes for you because then you don't have to make decisions because as we've as I've said on this show again and again, I can be very indecisive. So I like yeah. when it's just there for me. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code PHNX. That's code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Any other takeaways? Yeah, well, yeah, I think when, when people watch preseason games, and unfortunately a lot of people couldn't watch because when it wasn't on TV, they can listen to Bob Hedos make the call of the game with Lindsey Fry. But I think they want to say who looked good. Who, who did you like? Who, who do you think looked good today? And, and we talked about Barrett Hayton last night. So I think Barrett Hayton was a guy last night. I think that Fisher, O'Brien, McBain line looked good. I think they got pucks in it. They got to that hard. But I'm going to bring up my bromance again. Oh, Nick Bukestad? Nick Bukestad. <laughs> PD, you don't I understand. You what, PD is obsessed. Does have a man <laughs> crush on Nick Bukestad? <laughs> but he, I, again, though, I liked. I liked. He had opportunities in this game. He he had a good look, shorthanded. I thought he skated well. He's a big body guy that gets up and down the ice. I'm, I'm a fan. You know and what else? He's a Minnesota guy. I, he is. Yeah, there must be something. Seriously, he is. There must be something to that. <laughs> 
Didn't like how twins have a connection if you're from Minnesota. <laughs> you know just... that. Apparently, they're all tied, yeah. By the way, speaking of ties, uh, and Sean isn't on a mic right now, but we saw so many Buffalo Bills jerseys inside Tucson Arena today. Just saying. I don't think we want to talk about No, we don't want to talk about the Bills. No, we won't. No, no. The last couple of players I want to talk about is Connor Geeky. He's a guy I was looking forward to seeing. Unfortunately, he played last night. And, and I think for a, a kid in his situation, he's been to rookie camp. Now he's in main camp. Like, this is a grinding schedule for him. And he played in Wichita last night. There were moments that I thought, okay, I see it. Like, I, you could see it. Like, he was trying to be physical. He was he was good on the puck. I just think he was tired. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and so I'm not going to judge his entire performance or his training camp on what I saw from him tonight. Yeah. Looking the other, forward to seeing The other thing him. we should mention before we, we get off here, uh, the goaltending. It's early. But right now, the goaltending isn't up to snuff for the Coyotes. They, they need to do better. Even even Karel Vemelka tonight didn't look sharp. It's the first game. We're, we're not yeah, gonna it's... we're gonna not gonna make uh, make too big a deal of that. But the goaltending needs to take a step up. And I still don't think that the backup goalie mm-hmm. is here in camp. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say that though. Of all of the positions, the hardest to play your first game in over four months is in the net. I think if you're a forward, yeah, I can skate a little faster. I can hit a little harder. And a goalie, you neither stop the puck you or need you don't. Re- you need reps. You need reps. Game so reps. I'm not – I am – Yeah, it's a cerebral position as well, as, for as sure. we know. It's smart guy. Can I just say something earlier? I was going – it was pregame. They hadn't opened the doors yet to the fans. And I was going to take a picture of the ice. And Karel Vimoko was oh my goodness. walking up. But I didn't know if he was walking to go stand in the doorway or if he was just going to the side. So I was like – I literally yeah. froze and I was like, I'm so sorry. You're like, I don't mean to block you. So if, if, if Curl Moga had a bad game, that's on yeah, me. On you. <laughs> because I threw off his Just whatever routine be. he had going on. So blame um, Leah. And, and last night too, uh, Gillies stopped nine of 12. Prozvatov stopped 11 of 13. So I'll be more worried about it when we get to the end of this preseason schedule. The last yeah. two games are the ones I'm going to go, okay, these guys better be starting to dial in because right now it's okay. I, I am yeah. so fine. He played two periods. He knew he was only playing two periods. I, I I'll give him a free pass until we get to that last two games. Absolutely. Um, we mentioned it at the top, but we had so much fun meeting so many people today. Um, we did a meetup. First of all, sorry to those who missed the group photo. Yeah, like I know, CWP I know, missed I know. the picture. <laughs> I know some people, like, yeah, sorry. Yes, I'm sorry, yeah. but there, so there were more people here than were in this photo, but this is our group photo from the PHNX Coyotes meetup. Again, thank you to everybody. Some people we met. There's Nick right there. Yep, we met people for the first time. We met people for the tenth time. Um, if you if you're a listener of the show and you want to come to any of our events, seriously, we have so much fun with you all. It's amazing talking to people in person. It's great talking hockey. It's great putting faces to names. So we really appreciate every single person. Yeah, look so at the stuff in the background. We got the Cody's going all over. We got the matching Cody's. Oh my God! I know. <laughs> Don't look, Craig. Don't look. <laughs> they, got, they got the ketchup. They got the ketchup. They got the They're ketchup holding out. They're tauntingly They're holding out bottles Craig of ketchup. The ketchup. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your last appearance on the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Nick gosh. will be beginning banned for the rest of the year. <laughs> if you're not a member of GoPHNX, please sign up today. Join our members-only Discord. We had so much fun chatting in there. I think the majority of the people we met today are members of the Discord. Um, so again, if you're listening now and you're not yet a member become a member um and you get access to that discord access to all of craig's phenomenal stories on the website and all the great stories from all the talented writers here at phnx so if you love other arizona sports teams we got it literally all covered for you and you can get this shirt from the phnx locker we were talking to people all day who who 
buy yeah. stuff from our locker. So check it out, phnxlocker.com. Certain people. Yeah. Certain people. <laughs> we won't saying. just close on air, but there are certain people just that saying. use and the I, And I know locker. I talked to a lot of people today who, you know, this is the game that they knew for sure that they could they could see because the tickets were more affordable. I know we've talked about the ticket prices at Mullet Arena. It's, it's, not, it's not the same as it was at Gila River. There's no upper deck. There's no upper level pricing. So totally understand that part of it. Um, but I have checked the game time app and I'm, I swear I like, I stand by this full heart, like wholeheartedly. I stand by this. And I was telling people today off, off air, check out the game time app, because if you want to head to a coyotes game this season, that's the place to check it out. The more last minute you look also the cheaper the tickets are, which is funny because normally when you wait on things, they're more expensive, Um, but they're actually not. So check out game time. It's the cheapest. You're going to find coyotes tickets anywhere. You can save up to 60% when you buy last minute. Great for the procrastinators out there. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description on YouTube. Scroll down on audio. Scroll down. The link is there. Buy your tickets that way. Also got Cardinals games. No more D-backs home games, though, um, but Cardinals is still, and Suns is coming up, too. So mm-hmm. lots of ways to enjoy the Game Time app. And if you're here listening right now, this is a call to the people at the Double Tree, Charles, down, Tucson downtown. CWP. Come stand behind us. We're going to do a wave for the end of the show. If you're here, everybody come. Um, again, special shout out to Doubletree Tucson Downtown Convention Fantastic. Center for Thanks hosting for us, for all of their help. Seriously, Seriously, we appreciate them so much. Everybody, duck down, say hi. <laughs> Here's everybody. Thank you again so much for coming out. Thank you for, t- I'm trying to duck know, so everyone can be seen. Get everybody in the show. Yeah, make sure everybody gets in. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to PHN Sports on YouTube. We'll be live again at our usual time, 11 a.m. on Monday talking metro division preview so join us there follow us on sports uh, on twitter at phnx underscore sports and follow us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes again thank you so much amazing thank you all for coming thank you the double stick it around for the whole show we appreciate you all so much (laughs) (laughs) we'll see everybody again tomorrow enjoy the rest of your weekend everyone